everyone and welcome to episode two of Chit Chat Podcast. It's me, Kanika, and today I am going to be talking solo uh, to you. I'm not joined by anyone today, um, but I'm going to be talking about aspects of identity and more than anything, the where are you from question and I'm sure that anyone who has any slight ambiguity to their ethnicity or culture or heritage or whatever it is can understand where I'm coming from when I say the the where are you from question that can often fill me with panic and dread depending on the situation but no it's a question that I'm sure everyone has been asked many times in their life it's something that you ask someone when you meet them for the first time if you're just chatting them you ask them where they're from but I think when you're a person of colour the question where are you from can be quite a confusing one and this has been backed up by Twitter, the most reliable source there is. No, but I was, you know, I was scrolling through my Twitter, stalking myself as I'm sure. Let's let's be honest, we all do it, I think, right? We all sometimes look back at our feeds, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram, just to like see what we were up to. That's the thing, isn't it? I just like to remind myself of what I was up to. I just like to remember the better days. But yeah, so I'm sure, you know, everyone's been asked this question, but when you're a person of colour, this question is a confusing one. And on Twitter, I saw, uh, when I was stalking myself, um, I saw that I had liked and retweeted quite a few tweets about this, about the where are you from question and how it can make you feel and how so many people have an experience with this. And I'm just going to open up my Twitter to find these tweets because they are, they're quite, quite irrelevant. So yeah, there was this tweet, it was a, uh, it was kind of like a meme, and it had like 16.9k retweets, so there's a lot of people on my, on my vibe here feeling this, and uh, it's just a tweet, and it says, so where are you from? And there's two red buttons, and then this like, I don't know if he's like a superhero guy, like sweating and mopping his head with a towel, and there's two red buttons, and he's obviously like got to choose between pressing one of the buttons, and on one of the buttons someone's written, where I live, Live, and the other person and on the other button they've written my ethnicity so the meme is like where are you from and then it's like trying to judge whether they mean what what's your ethnicity or like where where do you live and there was another tweet <laughs> i saw someone someone tweeted asking what would the title of your autobiography be and uh, someone tweeted them back saying but where are you really from and so it is it's a, this general thing that kind of people experience and it is definitely the way that it is asked which i think cracks me up the most and by cracks me up I mean it both makes me laugh but it also just makes me eye roll so hard because there's like two meanings behind this question because often when someone asks you when when you're being asked as a person of color where you're from often people don't mean where are you from they don't mean where do you live they don't mean where were you born they don't mean where where did you live while you were living with your parents they don't mean those things what they're really trying to ask is why are you brown that is what they're really trying to say and you can always tell because they'll say oh so you know you meet you meet someone for the first time and they say okay so oh you know where are you from and you say oh you know i'm i'm from um buckinghamshire i often go for a you know windsor 
you know, I'm near Windsor. I'm not far from Windsor. I usually go for that. And then they go, oh, no, but, you know, where, where are you? Where are you from? And it's always this heavy emphasis the second time on the from. And there's like an eyebrow raise and a slight lean in, like, no, but where are you from? And it's like, right, okay. So you just, you're basically just asking, what is it about you that makes you brown? What is it about you that gives you that skin colour? What is it about you that gives you those those ethnic features? Which, you know, is uh, in itself quite problematic. (laughs) But um, it's just one of those things that I think if you have any kind of different look to what is considered to be standard European, you get asked that question quite a lot and it's always with the like, I could say that you're from North London or whatever, and then it will be the, but where are you from? And it's like, right, okay, so why don't you just straight up? And I would much rather people just straight up be like, what what's your heritage that is a much better way of asking the question it's much better to say what's your culture what's your heritage or i've had before where are your parents from and i've said well my my dad was born in india uh, but my mum was born in england and when i say that there's often an assumption that 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 then means that i'm mixed race so when i say my dad was born in india but my mum was born in england in people's heads i think the impression that I've got is often that that means, okay, so her dad's Indian and her mum's white because her mum's English. And it's like, oh, hold on a sec. You can be both English <laughs> and something else. Like, for especially for me as a British Indian, I am very much, I am as British as I am Indian. And I know that people, there are lots and lots and lots of people who would call me a coconut or an other... Other terms for coconut might be bounty or... God, I'm trying to think of what other kind of racial remarks people like to make. Okay, that's all I can think of right now. But it's basically, if you haven't got the gist already, when you're brown on the outside and you're white on the inside. Basically meaning you're not Asian enough to call yourself Asian. It's just your exterior that looks Asian. So for example, someone might call me a coconut for the way I talk. People have called me a coconut for the way I act and the things that I like or the way that I dress or where I shop. All things like that. So it's like, you're not brown enough to say that you're fully brown and do these behaviours. But I will do a whole nother episode where I talk about this idea of being a coconut and hopefully I'll get someone on to talk about it with me because I think it will be much more interesting than me just rattling on by myself. But yeah, and I know that this is just a, to add, I know that this isn't just a thing that applies to Asian people. I know that it massively applies to black people as well. And they also have a similar experience of, of having to prove almost your blackness and when you're not black enough or and I'm doing inverted commas in the air right now unfortunately you can't see me which is probably for the best because I'm actually sitting on the floor in a very unattractive way yeah you you're not acting your race enough whatever that means and that's because we've we've created these uh stereotypes and we've created these behaviors that mean that you are a certain race which is just absurd because if you're a race you're a race you shouldn't have to then act these behaviors to prove your race but yeah so asking that question the where are you from question I would much rather someone just say what's your heritage or what's your culture it's something that is just a bit more direct instead of pussyfooting around the question because I know that that's why you're asking that's fine you know I'm happy 
to talk about my heritage. Like, it is, it's part of who I am. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm British. Yeah, I was born and raised in England. Um, but yeah, I am, I am Indian. My roots are in India. Um, you know, and, and that is probably the most obvious thing about me is that I do have brown skin and therefore I'm not, uh, my, um, ancestry is not England through and through or even European through and through. So that's fine if you want to ask about that, but just be a bit more direct. Just say, you know, oh, what's your heritage? Rather than where are you from? Because I think that question then actually makes one feel as though, well, then that means I can't be from England. That to say that I'm British and to say that I'm from England isn't good enough. That then implies if you want to say that you're from England, you can only be one skin colour, you know, that being white. Which obviously just isn't okay. Like, England is my home. I am not that patriotic. But, my God, if I'm somewhere else and someone chats shit about England, I don't, I get this, I get this weird kind of pride. I don't know where it comes from, but I'm like, do not chat shit about my country. I honestly don't know where it comes from. It's quite bizarre. But then, equally, the same thing happens with India. And now I mentioned um, my uh, introductory episode. I've not been to India. Um, and I actually am going later this year which would be super exciting but I've never been to India you know and I in a, in a way that would suggest that I have this kind of quite big disconnect from it not ever having been there or visited there and never having seen where you know my dad was born and grew up or where my grandparents live but it's still the same if someone chats shit about India I'm like excuse me take that back I think when you phrase the question like that, it, it does put one in that difficult position and it does make you feel like you're suddenly not allowed to belong to where you thought you belong your whole life and where you do belong uh, at the end of the day. But also, I do get that it is part of where you're from and your heritage is part of your identity and I absolutely don't mind talking about that, as I said before. And I do understand that apparently, me personally, it's not that obvious for me because my god I like to play this little game with people and by people I mean it's usually guys in clubs and ask me where I'm from and I just love playing a game with them making them guess and then I make them feel uncomfortable when they ask me and I keep saying I'm from England and they keep repeating themselves and saying no but where are you from and I just get more and more precise with my location in England so they'll ask the first time I'll be like oh I'm from England and then they ask again I'm like oh well I'm from like Buckinghamshire and then they ask again I'm like oh you know like near Windsor like not far from Windsor and then they ask again and I'm like well what are you really trying to ask me why don't you just ask the question? Why don't you just ask why I'm brown? Just straight up, because <laughs> I'm done playing this game with you. But I have had so many guesses to my ethnicity. It's actually, I find it baffling, obviously, because, you know, to me, it's obvious because I am me and that I know who I am. But so the fact that people get so confused by what I am is quite entertaining, but it's also very confusing because I don't really understand why it's so necessary for them to know as well. I guess that's another point. But I have had, people have thought that I am from Spain. I think that's probably the one that I get the most, to be honest. People think I'm Spanish. I would love to be Spanish. I would love to speak Spanish fluently. My GCSE only gets me so far. I got an A. I did get an A. Don't want to boast about it. Muchas gracias. Me gustaría vivir en España. Porque es muy caliente. 
any boots on it just because of on the small moment just said. Uh, sorry to the rest of you. Someone thought, legit thought that I was Italian once. I know. Like, legit. They were like, oh my god. Uh, but I was in Canada and she was like, oh my god, you look Italian. And this accent, this isn't my impression of a Canadian accent because she had like a mix of a Canadian Indian accent. And she was like, oh my god, you look Italian. And I was like, are you sure? And she was like, oh my god, yes. And I was like, I don't think I do. Hun, I don't, I really don't think I do. And she kept going on about it and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave you do your thing. I'm not going to try and correct you. I'm not going to pull up pictures of Italian people on Google Images. It's just, you just carry on thinking what you're thinking. I have had people think that I am Armenian, like the Kardashians. Someone told me I looked like a Kardashian once and I spat in his face because I laughed so hard. <laughs> uh, people have told me that I look like I'm from South America, which is, again, very problematic because you're just generalizing a whole bunch of people who look completely different. South America is a very big place. There's a lot of people there who all look very different. I've been told I look like I am from Iran, the Middle East in general, uh, Turkey, Greece, Cyprus I have had and that Cyprus story actually quite funny I was in a club cargo big up cargo in Shoreditch I was in cargo in the smoking area and on three separate occasions on the same night three different men came up to me asked me where I was from I asked them to guess and each one of them said Cyprus I don't know if I was looking particularly Cypriot that evening but yeah apparently I, I looked Cypriot that day I don't know maybe they just didn't think of anything else to say this customer in Sainsbury's one day I used to see him all the time he used to come in like four times a week he'd always say good morning we'd have a little chat he'd be like oh you're busy today and I'd always be like oh you know how it is and he'd be like you're right but oh, I'm a bit tired you know that general chit chat that you have to see with customers when you see them all the time anyone who works in customer service role. God, it takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of fake smiling. Then, yeah, he was quite chatty and friendly. And then one day he was just randomly like, are you Spanish? And I was like, um, no. <laughs> and he was like, okay, well, where are you from? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, but, oh, I'm of Indian heritage. And he was like, oh yeah, you know, I can feel that. I'm getting, I'm getting Indian, Polish, like Romanian vibes from you. I was shocked. I have never <laughs> been, I stood there and like I used to do people's online shopping for them. So I used to pick their shopping. So I was standing there with my big trolley and I just stared at him. And he was like, yeah, I'm really getting those vibes from you. And I was like, I don't even know what to say. This man, Polish, Polish. Yeah, that's worse than Italian. Polish? Romanian? Are you joking? I was like, where is this coming from? Like, what are you seeing? Because I do not. There is no way and any aspect of the way I look that looks Polish or Romanian. I just don't even, I just, I was like, I was like, mate, I need to get back to picking my bread off the shelf. You go back to getting whatever you're getting. I'm too tired for this. It's seven o'clock in the morning. I, I, I can't have this conversation with you because what you've just said has baffled me. But yeah, so I, I, get, I get lots of guesses as to where I'm from. And I don't really mind that. But 
there is also this aspect of when I do say, oh, you know, I'm Indian, I'm of Indian heritage. Occasionally that's met with, uh, oh. And so much of, I think, when you're... And this is why there is such a thing about when people say things and then people are like, oh, that's kind of racist or you're being a bit racially discriminative and people say, that's not racist, how is that racist? And I think you have to remember your racism or your your um, discrimination against races is not always so overt and sometimes it can be in the tone in which you say something. It can be in your body language. It doesn't have to be you calling me a packy. It doesn't have to be you saying that you think brown people are all terrorists or shit or whatever it is it can just be in your tone and I think that that is when you're not used to being when you're not the one who is affected by that or you're not the one who is exposed to that it can be quite hard to notice and if you're not someone who's been subject to racism you might not notice it but I think when you are when you're a person of color you see it and you feel it and you know that it's there and it's it's often quite hard to explain that was kind of racist or what you just said is kind of racially discriminative sometimes when I do say where I'm from it's met with this tone of disappointment or this tone of like oh I'm sorry that oh I'm sorry that you're not cool enough to be Spanish I'm sorry that you're not uh, sexy enough to be South American or whatever it is like I'm sorry that it's just Indian as if it's kind of a bad thing and it does make you feel like okay well you obviously don't think that that part of who I am is is good enough also what comes into that and I think I've mainly talked about guys you know in bars and clubs coming up to you and trying to talk to you and stuff and that kind of leads me on to issues to do with racial fetishization. And I know that this is a thing that applies to lots of people of colour, but I know that particularly with mixed race people, and particularly when it's a white and black mix, and I think we saw this, or I definitely saw this, in the most recent series of Love Island that came on last summer, and I definitely saw quite a few articles pop up on my timeline from mixed-race people talking about the fetishization of mixed-race people that, that came that came exposed, I guess, um, on the latest series of Love Island, when a lot of the girls, I think it was mainly the girls who were saying, oh, you know, I really like mixed-race guys. And so a few articles popped up there um, where mixed-race people were talking about that and talking about how there is this massive fetishization of, of being mixed-race, of having these combination of races. And, and it obviously comes with a particular look and it becomes comes with particular features. But it's just one of those things that, again, has become so normal that you actually have to pay attention to try and notice it sometimes um so definitely if you want to look into that a bit more you just literally have to google search it there are a lot of articles out there about the fetishization of mixed race people that especially came out during love Island when love island was last on so definitely go and check that out it, it brings about this argument how much of it is just an attraction like that's just what you're attracted to that's just the features and the look that you're attracted to if we're going on a purely physical basis because that is very much a thing you you are um you can be attracted to a certain look you can be attracted to a certain characteristic and that's absolutely fine but you definitely have to ask yourself if you find yourself thinking well i like this race in particular i think it's important to ask yourself why is that and is it because you just that's just how you feel and it's just an attraction or is it because of their skin color and when it's purely and flatly it's their skin color 
Why is that? And it is that fetishization of the skin and of the skin colour in particular where it becomes a problem. Now, I had my own personal... I've had it before, and I'm sure, again, like every... Especially women of colour, but also I know that black men in particular get it a lot as well. The fetishization of black men and the sexualization of black men, which has not been helped by their portrayal in the media, um, in TV programs, in music, in uh, film, is ridiculous. Um, and I mean, I'm, I don't feel as though I'm in a position to talk about it. I've learnt about it through listening to other people and reading other people and what they've said about it. But I would suggest again, there's so many articles about it. Go and find them. Also, um, that I know. Recently, they were discussing it. Uh, sorry, no, it wasn't recently because I'm backed up a bit. But on the Receipts podcast, I've recommended it before on my page. I recommend it again. It's so good. It's so entertaining. Uh, it's real talk. Um, but they discuss it on there on one of the episodes. But it would have been a while ago because I'm one of those people who starts an episode right from uh, starts a podcast right from the beginning. I can't start like just from the latest episode because it stresses me out, and I am a bit of a control freak and I like to be organized and that gives me um stress but that's just the way I am but also the fetishization of race it is just one of those things that can make you feel so uneasy because when someone says to you I I have a thing for Indian girls or I really like Indian girls and part of you is like oh I'm Indian (laughs) tick I've qualified especially if you fancy the guy as well, or, or girl, whoever it is, who says that. But then you, you've got this uneasy feeling inside of you because you think, okay, shit, do you fancy me or do you fancy the colour of my skin? Because although the colour of my skin is absolutely part of who I am, it absolutely shapes my identity, it is not the be-all and end-all, it is not all of what I am. And I am so much more than that. So if you're saying that I need to figure out if you're just fetishizing me because I'm this exotic Indian girl or if you actually fancy me. And I had my, yeah, so I had my own experience with this recently and then afterwards I actually saw on Twitter as well a girl tweeted about it, another South Asian girl who I actually have previously I interviewed for a project I did um, while I was at uni. So she actually got told I have a massive fetish for Indian girls by a guy. And she screenshotted the message kind of transactions. Her tweet was, please enjoy this exchange I had with yet another uh, white man who thinks telling an Indian woman I have a massive fetish for Indian girls is a compliment. Gone are the days when I would have excused it. My intellectual labour is better used elsewhere. Thank you. Next. She sent a message saying, I'm still recovering from jet lag from India. And this guy said, oh, is that where you're from? And she said, yeah, I was born there and then moved to the UK when I was nine. And he says, I have a massive fetish for Indian girls. Also, I love Indian food. Can you cook? Ha ha. And she said, you have a massive massive fetish for Indian girls? Question mark, question mark. He said, love them. And she said, race isn't something to fetishize. That's disgusting. Oh, for fuck's sake. Ha ha ha. This was going well. Then he says, shit. Then she says, sorry, I can't. Nah, have a good life, but no. Then he goes, I actually was going to say, I have Asian persuasion. (laughs) Believe it or not, that has been said to me more than once before, that I am an Asian persuasion. And uh, 
I am, don't get me wrong, I love a rhyme. I really do. Don't call me an Asian persuasion. Don't say that you have Asian persuasion. And she said, that's even worse. And he said, thought that was too childish. She said, I don't know what to say. He said, fuck, I just meant I like Indian girls. And she said, please educate yourself on how it's gross to fetishise women on their race. He replied with an emoji of the face palm guy. She said, not all Indian girls are the same. He said, no, I just like them. I know, I just mean it's a beautiful complexion. Shit, I've blown this. Sorry, didn't mean to waste your time. And she said, I mean, it's one thing to say your skin is beautiful. You have a beautiful complexion. And then that was it. That was that. But that's the thing. And I know that it is... It can seem, like, confusing to know the difference between being, like, I generally think your skin is beautiful, like, you, you as, if, as you know, a whole are beautiful, and then being, like, I'm really into Indian girls. Because when you say that, it is, like, you're homogenising... Is that the right word? Is homogenising a word? I'm just going to double-check. Homogenising... Is that a... Oh, God, for God's sake, Google. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. You know, it's it's saying that we're all the same. So when you say, I have a thing for Indian girls, and it is this thing, you know, what I was saying about South America earlier, women from the Punjab, which is right in the north part of it, used to be Pakistan before, partition, very north um, of India. Uh, women from... Or people from Punjab, or people of Punjabi heritage, I'm Punjabi, we look very different amongst ourselves you know let alone the rest of the country but Punjabi people have certain characteristics but they look very different to people who live in Gujarat people who are Gujarati who look very different to Goans who are in Goa who look very different to people in Mumbai so to say that you have a thing for Indian girls again you're 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 making us all the same which I mean is incredibly insulting because um, newsflash um, we're not so there's that for starters but also it's kind of again it goes back to that because you haven't recognized that it is just saying the only thing that qualifies you to have my attraction or to win my attraction is your skin color so I'm not looking for anything else I'm not looking for your characteristics it's your skin color and I had my own kind of experience with this so this guy was from hinge uh, if you don't know what hinge is hinge is a dating app I am on three dating apps. Yep, you heard that right. I am on Tinder, I am on Bumble, I am on Hinge. And so is that sad? Is that sad to be on three dating apps? I feel like it's okay. I feel like when you get to like plenty of fish level, it's like shit. Or like now you really want to find someone. Because I don't really, I'm not on there to really find anyone. I just, I just use it as a game. Is that also bad? I feel like that's a bit bad. I do just sit there and swipe through like it's a game and then when you get a match it's like oh you've won the level it's like you've won the next level let's go on to the next level and see who else you're gonna win because I never start a conversation because I actually am not very I'm not into dating right now sorry boys I don't have time for you so this guy on hinge he messages me hey gorgeous xx I replied hiya How's your evening looking? He replied then a fair few hours later. This guy, I should say, is not a quick replier. He said, better since I checked your profile out. What ethnicity are you? So, 
straight away dived dived right in. What ethnicity are you? Not not kind of any kind of pre conversation to that. Not any kind of general chit chat. And I was like, okay. And I think sometimes when you're on dating apps, there is too much of the general chit chat, and you're like, let's just get down to some nitty gritty question answer situation, which is in equal parts great to get the info and terribly sad that this is what dating has come to. But I also appreciated that it wasn't a where are you from question it was what ethnicity so I was like okay well at least he's phrased it like that which I can appreciate it so I said lol smooth or lol smooth however you want to pronounce that and then I said I'm of Indian heritage what did you think it was and he then replied a day later saying I wanted to be sure ha ha gotta love that gotta love that little ha ha people add in I mean I, I do it myself I can't really complete kind of softens the blow a bit don't you think the ha ha I'm, I'm sure we all get I'm definitely not laughing out loud I've got a straight face I'm sitting here I actually feel miserable but I'm still gonna put a lol in there to make you think that I'm jolly but yeah so he said I wanted to be sure ha ha I kinda have a thing for Indian girls we should meet x so I read this and I'm like, oh, now I've got to try and decode this. Now, what does this mean? Hmm. And I felt like because he'd really dived straight in with the what ethnicity question are you, that didn't make any sense. What ethnicity are you question? <laughs> it's late. I, I'm thinking about getting McDonald's, I'm not going to lie. As soon as I finish recording this, I'm getting McDonald's because they've got the Monopoly thing on at the moment and I want a free apple pie. But yeah, so because he'd gone straight in with that question, I was like, oh, okay. I feel like this guy just really wants me purely because I'm Indian and there's no other reason you know it's not because my answers were funny on my profile it's not because he thought I was fit it's just because he saw the brown skin and he was like cool yeah she'll do so I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do about this guy he's quite I mean he was quite I mean his face was okay his face was fine he did however have a nice also let's say and uh his height was quite nice which may have been a contributing factor to the initial appeal so i was like okay so this is a fairly fairly good looking guy how much am i going to compromise my integrity and my dignity to flirt with this guy and i asked my friend about it and she was like how desperate are you because i get the impression you're quite desperate and i was like well i am quite desperate that is true there's no lie about that but still it feels wrong it feels dirty i shouldn't be i, sh I, I am offended by this and therefore i shouldn't <laughs> indulge him so i didn't reply for a couple of days and then i said so if i wasn't indian would you have not been interested anymore kind of you know half as a joke half as a I, I genuinely want to know what your answer to this is and he replied about four or five days later saying maybe full stop you got whatsapp question mark um and i i, I left it there left it like that i do have whatsapp you are not getting it my friend and that just kind of confirmed this guy really is just ticking that one box. And the thing is, when, when people say that they have a thing for a certain race, honey, I am not your box to tick. My race is not a tick in your box. My race is not here 
for your sexual gratification and your sexual pleasure. My race is part of who I am. It is only one aspect of who I am. A big one, sure, but only one aspect of who I am. And for you to say that you have a thing for this race and for it to be that basic, that it is just, I'm seeing your skin colour and that's what I want, that is racial fetishization, And that is insulting because you are degrading me to nothing more than my skin colour being fetishized by you to give you sexual pleasure. I mean, obviously, I am so much more than that. So it becomes, you know, it's definitely a thing when someone says they have a thing for a certain race and it does make you, it does make you feel uneasy because I totally get that you can just be attracted to certain looks and you can just think, oh, you know, I generally am attracted to black guys or, or Indian girls, whoever it is. But please, if you're thinking that, ask yourself, is it, is it on a racial level or is it just the look? that I like and can appreciate and it's not the first time that I've been told oh I like Indian girls or I have a thing for Indian girls but like I said there's a lot of articles out there that have been written about racial fetishization. I actually first became exposed to it when I was about 16 um, taking my A-level studying English at A-level and we studied the text Wide Sargasso Sea by Jean Rees one of my favourite books it's brilliant um, and it's actually like a, a prequel to Jane Eyre so you know in Jane Eyre there's the mad woman in the attic who turns out to be Rochester's wife and so White Sargasso Sea is the prequel to that in the sense that it's it's how he met this wife the first wife and there's a lot of racial fetishization in that book and that's where I was first exposed to it and so I would definitely recommend reading that because she is from the Caribbean she's a white woman um but she was I think she was born in the Caribbean and she was raised in the Caribbean so her characteristics are very much of that what they would have stereotypically said were black female characteristic black women were said to be witches um said to be very um you know spiritual which was viewed as witchcraft wild hysterical crazy erratic devious these were all traits that black women were said to be because of obviously the, the racism and the racial discrimination so she kind of had all of these black again uh, inverted commas characteristics but she was a white woman and it was about the kind of contrast of that and how he uh, discriminated against her because of those things but yet was sleeping with black women so cheating on his wife with or cheating on his white wife with black women so it was all about that but also if you also want to look at other kind of examples of racial fetishization there has been there was so much written about it um during the three the way that black women are fetishized or and were fetishized especially during slavery and if you've ever watched any film or tv program about slavery there is always some kind of sexual relationship between the white man the white master and, and the black women and so there's been a lot that's been written about it go go and read it if you're interested in that and you're interested a bit more in how that works but yeah and so all those things they seem like they they can seem like very minor things and it's not a day-to-day you know i'm not being asked where i'm from on a day-to-day basis i'm not being racially fetishized on a day-to-day basis but when those things do happen because you go about living your life as normal it doesn't even occur to you and then those kind of things happen and you get thrown internally get thrown around and you're like oh yeah I'm still not viewed as being from England I'm still not viewed as 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 being from this place you know because I'm still getting asked these questions and I'm, I'm still being met with this intrigue 
and this curiosity and that is fine if you want to ask about my heritage and my culture and you're genuinely interested of course that is fine but when you're doing it because you're like oh I've never had an Indian girl before or oh I've heard things about Indian girls or why, why do you look like that and why are you different and also eccentric la 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 that's when it becomes a problem and, and it's just I, I can't even explain how it can make you feel and how it makes you feel so reduced as a person as a woman that's another part of it is like men or being very heteronormative because I'm speaking from a heterosexual perspective but especially when men say that to you it's like you can't be attracted to me unless you have Indian is a fetish for you kind of thing so it's like unless you have that fetish of Indian girls I'm not going to be attracted attractive to you and again like that goes into your identity and how that makes you feel okay so if you would like to get in touch with me about any personal experiences that you might have had any questions or comments about what i've been talking about or previous episodes please do get in touch with me i would really like to engage with you because you know a lot of these episodes are going to be just me chit chatting basically to myself and so i don't have that back and forth a discussion as it were so if you want to comment on something I've said or challenge me on something I've said please do it you can contact me by email at chitchartpodcast at gmail.com remember that's two a's please give the podcast a follow on all of its socials to stay up to date with new episodes you can find it on facebook and instagram at chitchartpodcast and on twitter at chitchartpodcast you can also follow me, Kanika, on my personal accounts. I'm at Kanika Bands on Twitter and Instagram. That's K-A-N-I-K-A-B-A-N-S. And um, if you could, whatever platform you're listening on, if it is possible, I'm not sure if it's only possible on iTunes actually, but if whatever platform on, if you could just have a look and see that if you could like, subscribe and comment or whatever it is, it would be so 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 helpful and I would really really appreciate it because it just helps other people find it it helps people be exposed to it but it also helps like my insights like the more people that kind of rate and review and listen and subscribe I can see that and then I know how I'm doing and I know whether to just give up because no one gives a shit or to keep going because I have one fan thanks so much for listening I hope you enjoyed this episode Take care and speak soon. Bye. Oh, cut that. Cut that. I was trying to be funny. It didn't work.